1: Good evening everybody, welcome to Between the Covers. My name is Bradley Shaw and tonight I'm talking to author Luke Stiles who has written a fantastic uh, book called Hand in Hand. Good evening, Luke. How are you? Fantastic, Bradley. How are you? And hello, everyone. <laughs> i very good, thank you. And tell us, tell everyone watching uh, the hand in hand. What is this book about? What are we going to expect in this wonderful story?
0: Well, it's, this this uh, little book uh, is a it's a it's about a boy who um, he, sh- he has some difficulties at home and at school, and he goes he embarks on this beautiful journey into a bushland and. He has to summon up his courage and enter a section of the bushland where he thinks, uh, he, well, he's always been frightened of, and eventually, yeah, he goes on a little
1: journey and he goes through and, yeah, he has a breakthrough. Fantastic.
0: Yeah. Fantastic.
1: So, So what was the inspiration for you to write such a, a story? Now, you're talking Indigenous, the boy is in the bush and he meets an Indigenous boy in the bush, so, so, so there's a tribal element. Yeah, what yeah. made you What made you think of, of, of creating this bridge, of creating this story? Well, it's funny you
0: ask that, that, the genesis of the actual story started probably about, I don't know, I had an idea about probably two years ago, but it was more or less for a short film. Yeah. And it just sat in my mind and I keep a little book where I just write down uh, little ideas and it was actually uh, the Black Lives Matter movement was the actual impetus behind the book. Yeah. And I remember I was sitting down, we were in lockdown and I was writing poetry and stuff and... That idea just had come up, and I said, "You know what? Oh, I got this idea." And then I just started writing, and I saw a black cockatoo, and then one thing led to another, <laughs> and it just yeah evolved. Awesome,
1: awesome. Yeah. So, did you have to do much research? I mean, it's a children's book, I understand, but did you still want to be authentic to the to the culture to the to the Yeah, one hundred
0: percent. Yeah, I, I I did a little uh, bit of research on the black cockatoos. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that there is a spiritual essence in those uh, birds. Yep. Um, also, I reached out to an indigenous community, the Rural community, and um, I was waiting for an answer actually for about a week. And I was thinking, <laughs> oh, maybe I'll still on someone's toes here. And, but no, they actually replied. They actually, actually loved the story and they said, look, good. it aligns with um, our values and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll come. Yeah. It was actually it was a really good relationship we built. Awesome. And um, yeah, and one thing led to another, and they contributed their language. So, but I did, I did. That's another story where I went into uh, when you ask about research, I did do a course with the uh, Black Card to learn yep.
1: about uh, Indigenous history. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. What was that experience like? I mean, did you find yourself eye-opened and, and a little bit more I, aware? Bradley, I was blown away. The things <laughs> yeah. that, that because it wasn't just focusing
0: on the last 230 years where settlement was, it was yeah. actually going back, you know, 60,000 60, years. Um, I think it was um, uh Almond Land. Was it? Yes, Arnhem yeah. Land was. Uh, they they found a, a cave in there. Then it was um, forty thousand years was yeah. the the um, you know, first engravings. I didn't even know we had an ice age twenty five thousand years ago. <laughs> And all those Indigenous communities, yeah. 200, you know, different uh, languages, they came in because there's different languages within yeah. this culture, and they all settled in the centre of Australia because that was the only place where it was warm. Yeah. And then you've got this, um, this, uh, uh, you know, Ice Age happening around Australia. And I, I was, yeah, I, I had no idea about all this stuff. Was, yeah. A lot of people don't. Yeah, yeah well, that, that was very... Um, it was it was sort of over my eye about the, in culture, yeah. uh, understanding that you know there, there's more to it than just the past two hundred and thirty thousand years. You know, we've had oh, gosh, yeah. the last volcano yeah. was uh, ten thousand years ago in northern Queensland. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't even know we had volcanoes.
1: Oh, we went we went and um, toured up in Darwin, up in the Kakadu, and went through there. And some of the you know the the tour guides that took us through places of caves in the mountains and rocks, and you know. Yeah the legacies of their their indigenous tradition is is, mm. is is yeah amazing for our culture and that's great that you took that in on board and you took the responsibility to to want to write this story to uh, yeah. i guess I'm 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 assuming your goal is to educate both um, you know white children and, and indigenous children and everybody in that sort of vein about how we can align together and be part of the same bush in the same country
0: yeah 100% mm. i i think it's it's um, using words to sort of connect, you know, yeah. these two cultures because within um, that course I did, it was they were talking about, you know, having this congruency between the Western world and the Indigenous world coming together. Yeah. There's an understanding. And that's yeah. where I think I sort of had a revelation with the book where it was, okay, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So it, yeah. it worked really well. Doing the yeah. research as well, going that bit extra you
1: know, mile oh, was
0: great. Yeah.
1: It's good. Did you have much bush exposure? Have you, are you a country boy yourself, a bush boy? Or are you well, a I, I biker or around, what do you do for yourself?
0: Yeah, I grew up around St. Helena. So yeah. uh, there was a bit of bushland there. Um, I don't know if that contributed to the bushland. I've, you know, yeah. I've, I've done some camping before, but I don't know whether it was that. I think it was more or less that. I think it's the story um, of. You know, going into that cave or tunnel—that's yeah. what excites me. That that yeah. that moment where you you, you go into you know, where you have to—is it? It's it's everything with life, yeah. So yeah. We, do we do this or no, don't we do step. this? And we have yeah. to summon that. And I think there's that sort of psychology behind it, and I love yeah. that where there's that introspection, where you yeah. know, okay, I'm going to some But the bush within bushland, yeah, I've I've been around. Uh, I worked up in northern Queensland
1: there was a lot of bushland up there so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, good, but that's the thing too, like like you you touched on subjects in this book too delicately that you're looking at um, you know, family uh, struggles, like you know, like the, the, the young boy, the, the main boy is, is is conflicted with his family, his mum and dad fighting and, and he's having his issues with school and so there's a lot of dynamics in there that you've put in for young children to really be aware of that, that these elements aren't always, you know the destruction of the life they think it is.
0: Yes. Um, do right. you feel
1: you did that on purpose? Did you feel that that was something you wanted to really express that there was a vulnerability in your character, the boy?
0: I, I think it's, yeah, With in terms of the vulnerability with whatever was happening at home, obviously there's that message trying to curtail those domestic sort of situations at home mm. where, where a, young, you know, a, a young couple read the book. They sort of go, yeah. you know, okay, this is, it's sort of, it's it, it becomes ingrained in a way where if someone reads it you've always had if something affects you then you okay then something happens along the line you're always triggered by what you've read or something Oh, for me yeah. anyway so yeah i guess that's what maybe that i was trying to implement in that story too
1: Yeah, and kids do. They're very susceptible and very sensitive to their parents and to the actions and to the environment around them. So I think, yeah, giving kids, you know, the story dictates that the the, the bush is an important part of their childhood and the environment they're in is an important part of it. It's not all about, you know, that small part of their life, which is their their family. Sometimes they need to expand, they need to see things differently and and, and break out into that, that world. And I think the Indigenous, Role you've created in the story, it really mm. brings the power of of nature and understanding the the countryside we live in, which is fantastic. So yeah. you've done a really great job on no, that no, book. Thanks, so. yeah. Yeah. So when you were you said that you wrote as a short film. Mm. So you work in you're in movies, or you work in television. What was sort of way? Why would you be writing a short film that then turn into a children's book? What was what was that for? Well,
0: I, I just I love writing, and yep. I guess yeah, I, I've developed that a few years ago, and I love storytelling, and you yep. know, obviously in that in our industry, it's it's all about <laughs> storytelling. Yeah, um, I've probably read maybe six hundred plays, seven hundred plays within the past six years. Wow you know probably 200 300 screenplays maybe 200 books within those i just really immersed myself in storytelling and just with the acting side of it you you sort of build characters in a way where you can just sort of extract from each bit of story that you've read but this uh, look as i wrote the story and there was another section to this story Mm -hmm. and i sat down with someone and they actually said well hang on a second you've you wrote two stories here. Let's cut it off here, yeah. release this book, and see what happens. And then you've always got this follow-up. and that's yeah, that's really exciting. Where Paul comes back and he's older and has to defend the land, which is another great yeah. story. Which yeah. that can be turned into a film also. So yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm always George Ge- the
0: bigger picture. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: that's very George Lucas of you, brother.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's the Joseph Campbell, the hero of thousand faces coming through me. Too much That's dose right. of people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So when you when you sat down to think, okay, I'm gonna turn this into a book, mm. what were your thoughts on 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 visualizing and creating and the goal of that? Because obviously, you know, were you thinking of publication? Were you thinking of the best way to get this out there? What was your steps in, in the process for you?
0: Well, it was because I, I was sitting there just ruminating on how what can I contribute to this situation where it was the blacklight? And it was actually really chaos. It was chaos and I, I was really moved by it yeah. and with the demonstrations and everything. And I'd always probably, I just had this feeling of just, I wanted to contribute somehow in a yeah. good way. Where, and I yeah. thought, what's the best way to get this message across? Mm. And it's obviously, it was, I was through children. I thought, yeah. maybe i turn this into a children's book. It just it popped into my head. Yeah. Well, and it's I a good place. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because and children are the world, the future. They're the next step. Exactly if they can right. get if they can understand the messages first, and that makes it easier later to educate them as well. Exactly. Yeah. That's really good. So with that, you've taken this on board now. Is this a goal of yours to continue being a children's book writer? As you said, if this is successful, what's the next step for you?
0: Well, I, I, I just... For me, it's seeing how this this turns out. Um, it's exciting. <laughs> yep. I haven't been in this situation before. I never thought this would evolve. <laughs> For me to write a children's book, oh my goodness, no way. Yeah. But it, it come about, and look if if everything works out well, we could. You know, there's always. Yeah. I've I've already started brainstorming yes. other ideas and other yeah. stories to involve. And I, I guess yeah, I can keep moving down that path. It's yeah. it's exciting, and I've had a few people read it. And they've actually been, yeah, they're quite surprised. They go, wow. But wow. So, that's
1: my that's great. my next question. Have you had people review it? Have you had uh, yeah, family, I, I friends? Did. Are they supporting you?
0: Well, a lot of people have said that they haven't sort of come across this type of book.
1: Mm-hmm. As
0: in just in general where two cultures come together, mm-hmm. um, yep. which is very exciting for and me. And in this way as well. Yes, exactly in this way. And, yeah, the feedback has been great. Uh, I had. One of my friends, she shed a tear. Oh, good! <laughs> yeah, she loved it. Yeah, she's no, it is.
1: That. It's it's an emotive story, and that's part of its charm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's got a real, real personable touch, um, mm. and it tells that you, you care about, you know, what you've written about. Oh, um, and we've tried to encapsulate that in the artistry, the illustration, making sure that, mm. that picture is brought to life as well. So, no, yeah. it's a really beautiful book. So, um, tell us, is does it take you long to create the ideas and goal? Like you said, it took a few years. It sat there, but what? For you writing, like how do you sit yourself into writing? Do you have a schedule? Do you have Um, plans? Have inspiration? What happens with you? Well, today, I was just uh, this morning, I woke up and I I usually journal in the morning.
0: Mm -hmm. So I have a a notepad next to me and I'll journal in the morning. Just thoughts and ideas will just start coming out on the page. And um, yeah, I I picked up the laptop, I had a bit of time, and I I just started continuing on my other screenplay. So look, there's always a motivation there. Um, I, I don't need to find motivation. Um, well, with this story, it, as I said, it, it sat there, but I never. Back then, I never thought I was going to be. I, I was going yeah. to be right. I had no yeah. idea, no way. The right <laughs> and then I guess, I guess that's the part of the artist—the creativity. Yeah. It's it's always you know it's ubiquitous. It's always yeah. there, and you can just grab it and then
1: go for it. And yeah. that's a part. That's the that's our job. You know, we have fun in doing that. No, that's awesome, man. And what do you found? Have you found the process all, all together, like writing to the artwork, working with illustrators, working with the publishing, all the process, How have you found it? Is it being enjoyable? Or-
0: yeah. What I've learned that every every step there's a process. So my step was writing it, creating it, yeah. And then it's having being able to trust everything and allow others to do what they have to do. Because if you think you're you know, process is more important than everyone else. That's the yep. with the cosmic justice. You can't do that. So <laughs> yeah. it's allowing the illustrator to have time, the publisher, to do everything. It's like yeah. taking a breath.
1: Okay, <laughs> just
0: relax. They got this. Timing yep. is everything. So yeah, we all we all want it now, but we just have to allow time. To.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, it can be your asset. That's the best mm, thing. I can. Definitely, uh, definitely, that's one of the things in our industry that most people are challenged by. Is finding the understanding the timeline, making sure that that's constructed for them and the benefit of the work involved. There's no point in rushing it because you've only got one chance to make a good first impression. So yeah,
0: exactly. But, um, but yeah, yep. Sorry, oh, so I was just going to say, just even with the publishing, finding the publishers, you know, pushing for that also. Yep. I was, yeah, yeah, I definitely. Was looking for a publisher and
1: um, I had so many knockbacks. Yeah. It's <laughs> it funny because I loved it straight away. I saw what you're doing. Yeah. And I yeah. spoke to you. Okay, this, is, I, yeah. this has got legs in it. Yeah, it's got merit. And,
0: and, I, and I wanted to keep it, you know, in the, obviously it's a story, it's an Australian story. So yeah. let's keep it home and not have an overseas publisher do it or anything. Yeah. And then when I came across you, also, because I'd had so many knockbacks, I thought, is this going to happen or not? So I kept pushing, it and I thought, you know what? One more shot, so much rejection, but in the end, it, it evolved. So that's yeah, exciting.
1: no, it is. It's a great, it's a great story. Um, just for quickly, while I interrupt, uh, everybody watching, uh, you can buy this book. It is available. It is released in August. Available everywhere books are sold uh, online as well as offline. We do encourage you to go to your bookstores. And grab a copy because bookstores are our, our paramount businesses, um, and you need to support our local businesses as well. So please grab a copy of Luke Styles' book, Hand in Hand, which is fantastic. It's out in August. Um, getting back to you, Luke. Thank you, everyone. Um, I just wanted to make a little pitch for you. So, <laughs> so All tell right. us, so tell us what if you had anything in particular. Um, besides waking up in the morning and jotting in notepads, what other writing quirks would you say you have? Do you? A lot of authors work in their way. They write in certain clothing, certain windows, certain music. Oh. There's certain ways people write. What do you do most often that, that you would call? Yeah, work work? yeah I, I was
0: <laughs> working on a scene... Uh, yesterday, and i, I put on a, a certain song, and I and it allowed me to sort of marinate with that character and start writing, yeah. and I, that was great. Also, yeah. I, I've, ideas pop when I'm driving, walking. Yeah. Walking's great. I think walking's yeah. fantastic. Um, yeah. Walking in the shower,
1: I get a lot of yeah. ideas too. It's, as, as I said, it's it's ubiquitous. Do you find time set. to write all these down, or is it just like oh, that's you, that's a great thing? Know, to how do you keep them all cataloged?
0: Yeah, it's a great thing that technology, pick up the phone, do a quick voice recording and bang, there's your idea. Now just go yeah. work on it. You just go play uh, with it. Yeah, it good. works, it works. If it doesn't, you yeah. know, that you tried and you gave it your best. So.
1: Yeah. And now that you've written this book and you've gone through the process, is it something you wish you'd done earlier or was it something as you were younger that you always sort of had some ideas of but never pursued and now found? I mean, what happened for you when you were younger? How did that evolve to understanding the writing and, and becoming that person? To go uh, to go back a bit, um, yeah, I was sort of uh, not
0: denigrated by my uh, grade two teacher. I, I wrote <laughs> a little story, and she said, "She said to me, this 'This doesn't make sense.'" And that that really uh, uh, rattled yeah. me inside. Well, why? Okay, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I left the writing a little, a little bit. Uh, I didn't yeah. let that deter me. I, I always wrote something. But I, I feel as though everything timing is everything. Yeah, and I feel I feel as though that this book came to me now, to write this story yep. now. And I you were ready
1: for it. Right time, yeah, and I was ready for it to take Awesome, out. awesome. Well, what would you say, what would you hope the readers get out of it as they're watching? What do you want them to experience when they buy your book? What is it you...
0: Well, I, I guess it's an understanding of culture, um, storytelling, um, that we can always be open to speak up in probably difficult times, I guess. Uh, it's understanding that we all have these blockages in life where, you know, we, we stop ourselves through fear. Yeah. And, if, and that's why I use the cave as sort of a, a metaphor is if you break through and go in, and yeah. you know, you send the email, you make the phone call, you do whatever, and it's just every, something magical can happen as to You yes. yeah. went into the cave to follow the birds. So I guess that feeling of it, sort of, and we all can be, you know, we all have a little Paul
1: in us. We can all be, you know, courageous. You know, we have to be courageous at times. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Good. Well, I hope everybody watching does enjoy that. I hope everybody who buys your book enjoys that and gets that message. Um, it's a wonderful book. Everybody watching, please grab Hand in Hand by Luke Stiles. It's a, a, a great children's book. I think it's culturally going to be a, a book for generations to enjoy uh, for our country. So, thank you for all for watching. Thank you, Luke, for taking time to talk to us. Um, and everybody, yeah, take care of yourselves. And thank you, Luke, and talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See you. <laughs> See everyone. Bye.